Hello, and welcome to episode six of the Office Tech EDU podcast, bringing you technology tips, tricks, and tutorials in bite-sized pieces today for you to use at your desk tomorrow. As we continue learning about how to get Gmail to work for us, today we'll be discussing how to apply labels in our Gmail for better organization and how to create contact groups for mass emails to be sent out without having to type out individual email addresses multiple times. The bonus to this is, is that not only can you use these contact groups within your Gmail account, but you can also use them in Google Calendar as well. So let's get started. Today I'm going to try something just a little bit different. When I go through the step-by-step -step tutorials during the podcast, I'm also going to have a video of the step-by-steps because not everybody is an audible learner and sometimes you just need to see it with your own eyes in order for all of it to click. Let's assign some labels. If you don't have any labels assigned, one of the simplest ways for you to be able to sign a label quickly is to select the email that you wish to add a label to by checking the box and then right-clicking on that email and then down towards the bottom, you will have a section called label as. So where you see label as, if you already have labels set up, you can go ahead and scroll through the labels that you wish to assign. And because they're checkboxes, you can actually assign multiple labels to your emails if they happen to fall into different categories and you want to be able to locate them in either label folder. If you do not have a label set up for the email that you need to label, all you would need to do is click on create new and assign a label name. So if I am going to assign a test label, I would just type in the word test and create. However, if you wish to nest this label under an additional label, meaning you are going to make a child folder in a parent folder, then all you are going to do is check the box that says nest label under and then select the parent label that it will be assigned to. So I will go ahead and select that. And once that is done and you have met all the criteria for creating a label, your create button will turn blue. Go ahead and click on that. And then a label has actually been assigned. If you choose that this is not the label that is intended for this email, you just need to repeat the steps and go into label as deselect the check marks that it was assigned to and click apply. And the label has then since been removed. Now, if you wish to filter your emails and assign a label at the same time, you would go back through the filtering process that we talked about in episode five. The first thing that you would want to do is you're going to select the email that you wish to add the filter to before adding the label. And then you're going to come up to the three dots, which is located to right of the label icon at the top of your Gmail inbox, where it says more, click on those three dots, go to filter messages like these, enter in the criteria for your filter that we talked about in episode five, go ahead and click on create filter after you've entered in that information. You have the opportunity to select multiple criteria for this filter. And one of them happens to be apply the label. So when you click on apply the label, once again, your previously created labels will show up and you can scroll through them to select the appropriate label. Or if your label is not listed as you scroll through, you can just select new label and go through the same process of entering a new label name and deciding whether or not 
it needs to be nest underneath a parent label. Once you've entered in all the criteria, again, the create button will turn blue and go ahead and click on it and then click create. If your filter also happens to meet the same criteria as additional emails within your email, at the very bottom of your criteria selection, you have the also apply filter to matching conversations. When you do that, that label and that filter will be applied to your emails that meet the criteria. Once you create the filter, your email will be labeled and filtered accordingly. If you did select the also apply filter to matching conversations and you have unread emails in that filter folder that meet that criteria after you've created it, you will have a number next to the label name, just like you have in your inbox with unread emails or, or your drafts or your trash. So if you see a number next to one of your labels names, that means that there was an email that met the criteria for that label that did not get opened. If you need to edit your labels at any time, all you need to do is click on the settings icon, which is located underneath your avatar in the upper right hand corner and go ahead and click on settings. And then instead of the general tab, which it opens up to, you're going to click on the labels tab. So once you're in the labels, you will see the system labels. Those are all your regular inbox, stars, news, important, the ones that Gmail has automatically included for you. Then you have your categories. If you happen to have those set up in your Gmail, I would not um, edit these at all. Personally, uh, I would rather go back through and set up my categories and just remove the category from there. You also have the opportunity to hide, remove, or edit your labels in your label list. So if you wanted to create a label for something that maybe you have already completed, but you do not wish for the label to be viewable in your list on the left-hand side toolbar, then what you would want to do is go ahead and where it says show in label list, go ahead and click hide. If the only labels you want to show up on the left-hand side are emails that meet a certain label criteria that have been unread, then what you would want to do down in your label section is in the first column where it says show in label list for your editing options, you're going to just click on show if unread and you do that for all of your labels if that's what you wish. Or if you only choose to do that to a couple of your labels, you're free to do that as well. Then the only labels that will show up on the left hand side are labels that have emails connected to them that have not yet been read. But to delete a label, all you would need to do is scroll down to the label that you wish to, to delete and then go over to the right hand side and click on remove. A box will pop up asking you, do you wish to delete the label named and then the label's name? If you do, go ahead and click the blue button that says delete. If not, go ahead and click cancel or X out of the box. Once you've done that, a little pop-up window shows up in the bottom left-hand corner that says the label named, whatever the label's name was, has been removed. You do not have the opportunity to undo your labels, so be very, very cautious as to whether or not you wish to actually remove that label. The section that says edit in this settings page is not to actually edit the label itself. It is to actually edit the name of the label or the nesting pattern of the label itself. On this labels page where you see remove because we just removed a label that we no longer need, 
where you see the word edit, it does not let you edit the filter that might be attached, it only allows you to edit the label's name or the nesting pattern in which it happens to fall. If you wish to edit the filter that is connected to the label, then at the top where you clicked on the labels tab, you are going to go to the right of that and click on filters and blocked addresses. And just like we discussed in episode five, you're going to go down to the filter that meets the criteria. You're going to find the name of it. And then to the right hand side, you're going to click on edit. And this is where you can edit whether or not you wish to switch the label or remove the label from the filter uh, so it is not automatically added to your email accounts. I hope that makes a little bit of sense. Please make sure to watch the video. I will give step-by-steps on how to actually do that. And then hopefully you'll have a better understanding of how that whole process gets put together. So moving on to creating email contact groups. You actually need to go outside of your Gmail account in order to create these Gmail contact lists. And in order to do so, you're going to click on the little waffle that is next to your avatar in the upper right hand corner. When you click on that, you're going to scroll down to where it says contacts. If you do not see contacts, keep scrolling all the way down and then click on more from G Suite Marketplace and then look for contacts in there and go ahead and click on it. If contacts happens to be in the upper box, when you click on the waffle, go ahead and click on contacts. It's a blue circle with a white figurine of a person. So when you're in your contacts, you see all of the people that you may have either received or sent an email to. However, you have um, your contacts set up in your Gmail settings. You can have it set up so it automatically collects the contacts of the emails of people that you are sending stuff out to because in your Gmail, it says under your general settings, you have the opportunity to create contacts for auto completion, which means anybody that you've sent a message to, if it was a new person, it will add them to your other contacts. So it, it will auto complete it for next time. Otherwise you'll have to add all of your contacts yourself. So the majority of people, if you happen to see autofill on when you start to type in someone's name in your Gmail, then that usually means that this option to send a message to a new person and they are added to your other contacts for autocomplete is actually turned on. Going back to the Google Contacts tab, to create a contact group, the first thing you want to do is create a contact label. So what you will want to do is scroll all the way down underneath your labels on your left-hand side, and then where you will see a plus button underneath all the labels you may have already have set up, and it'll say create label. Go ahead and click on this create label and give it a name. And when you're done giving it a name, go ahead and click save. And then you're gonna go back and click on the label name, and it'll say that there are no contacts with this label. And then underneath that, you will have a blue label icon that will say label contacts. So now that you have your label name set up, you're going to go back to your contacts. So all the way to the top at the left-hand side, you're going to select the people that meet the criteria 
for that label. Sometimes you're gonna have to scroll down and be a little patient. You can sort by name at the top. Like I said, you do have a search bar. And then once you have found all of the people that meet the criteria, what you're going to want to do is go to the top where it says manage labels. It looks like a hollow label icon next to the, excuse me, next to the email envelope icon. Go ahead and click on that. Select the, na the name of the label that you just created. You will receive a blue check mark to the right hand side. If this also falls under other labels, you can select multiple labels at once. You can also click on it if you happen to select the wrong one, click on it again and it'll deselect that label. And then when you've got everything selected that you need to have selected, go ahead and click on apply. And once that is applied, you can then go back to your email, compose a new message and start typing in the label that you just created over in your Google contacts. It should pop up because you do have autofill set. It will automatically input all of the individual email addresses. So if you wish to send this email out to everybody and there is a lot of people, I highly recommend that you send this uh, BCC so you don't get a bunch of reply alls and then everybody happens to keep just replying all because that can be a headache. And then you would go ahead and send your email as you normally would. However, if you are in your Google Calendar and you are creating an event, when you go to add the guests, if you start typing in the label that you created in your Google Contacts, it will automatically pop up and then all of the people that are in that contact list will show up as guests. And then you would just go ahead and save and send that calendar invite out to those people. So if at the beginning of the school year, you have a change in administration or a change in say department leads, or even your counselors moved around or your office staff decided to switch up responsibilities and you need to make different contact groups for those individuals, the easiest way to do that is in your Google contacts section. You can easily remove a label from a single person instead of having to go back through and edit your entire label list. And then what you would do is you would go back into your contacts and you would just select that one individual person. And then on the right hand side, you will have a pencil that says edit contact and go ahead and edit that contact. Up at the top, it will say how many labels they have associated with that email address. Click on the labels. It'll show which ones have been selected because again, you'll have the blue check mark. You can deselect that label and click outside of that. And now it will say edit contact and it'll have one less label at the top. And then at the very bottom, go ahead and click on save. And then that individual has been removed as a contact for that contact label group. Again, I will have this in a video in the show notes so that way if you need to see it in person so everything kind of clicks into place, uh, you'll be able to do so. I really enjoy the fact that it can also be incorporated into your um, calendar guest list so that way all you have to do is type in one label name and then all of the email addresses uh, autofill into it. Also the fact that when you're composing an email and you're using that label, if for some reason you have not edited your label group yet um, in your contacts, you do have the opportunity to like 
X out of that particular person's email while it is in the composition stage. You just click on the X next to their name or email address and it will remove them from the composed email. Now, if you wish to go and see your labels off to the side, they will be in alphabetical order. So if you need to, them to be in some specific order or you need one to actually be closer to the top than the others, I suggest using a hashtag or a numeric value in order to get them to go to the top. That trick also works under my calendars. You can't change somebody else's calendar name. However, if you have created a calendar uh, for your department and you want to make sure that that calendar shows up first under your calendars, then if you added a hashtag or a numeric value to it, it will show up before the um, alphabetic calendars show up on your calendar view setting. You now have the opportunity in both your personal Gmail account and your Google for Education or Google for Work account to start or join a Google Meet uh, directly from your email. It's really simple. It's in shows up in the left hand side. You will want to scroll down underneath where your inbox uh, and labels are and it will say meet and you will just go ahead and click on start a meeting. A new box will pop up. It'll give you a view of what your camera will look like, like if your center, what your the background is. It asks if it can use your microphone and camera. Of course, you need to be able to allow that for other people, other people to be able to hear you and see you and you will go ahead and click on allow for that. And then the camera starts up and it'll verify everything. You can see where everything's at so you can adjust your screen if needed or adjust your seat. And you can go ahead and get the option to either join now, which also gives you a phone number to dial in for those that aren't tech savvy. It turns it into a conference call instead uh, and allows you to be able to uh, present your screen to other people. I like that they incorporated that into Gmail so in the event that you have someone that sends you a quick email and they are confused about how to do something, you don't have to go to another tab to start everything up. You can do it straight from your Gmail account, automatically open up for you, and then you can just invite the person that is asking for assistance. That'll be it for us today. I thank you for joining me. Once again, you were listening to the Office Tech EDU podcast, bringing you technology tips, tricks, and tutorials in bite-sized pieces today for you to use at your desk tomorrow. The next episode, we will be talking about Google Forms from basics and beyonds with tips, tricks, and tutorials to help you close out your school year and get started on the upcoming school year. Please join me for that. Once again, my name is Beth Hayden, and I was your host. You can follow me on Twitter at OfficeTechEDU, or you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, OfficeTechEDU. Until next time. The music for this podcast was found at bensound.com.